Generals, as usual, this podcast is brought to you by Shirt Caviar. Visit shirtcaviar.com today and pick up that exclusive One Gram Army t-shirt. And check out other t-shirt designs so sick, you won't be able to help but shirt yourself. Also, you can support this podcast directly by visiting patreon.com slash onegramarmy. Patrons receive access to exclusive content and a shout-out on each and every episode of this podcast for the life of their subscription. And now, on to the show. Welcome. Welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. Thank you for listening to my daddy's stupid podcast. And remember, his head is full of doo-doo, so don't listen to anything he says. Generals, welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. I am Graham. A lot of honkies in here today. <laughs> Joining me, Adam. It was James Adam. We'll figure out what we're going to call him later, but he's back and he's here and it's good to have him. How you doing, sir? I'm alive and kicking, my man. That's right, man. Yeah, so um, for those of you who uh, have been following along at home and keeping score, Tony has moved to Los Angeles um, to pursue a career in pornography and uh, we wish him the best. And uh, I assume we'll be hearing from him soon. My plan is next week to give him a call, let him settle in, check in on him. We'll figure out some kind of Skype thing. I'll probably go out there. I'm sure he'll be back here because, you know, his kids. So he's not gone forever, but he's gone for now. And Adam's in the house. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm here, man. Yep. So we talked a little bit before the podcast. And uh, for those of you who may not have seen the episode you were on before, for those who may not know, uh, Adam uh, spent a little bit of his life as a law enforcement official. Uh, I assure you, he is not here in that capacity Hell no. any longer. Uh, but I did actually find this video this morning. It was sort of serendipitous, the way the universe works and definitely the way this podcast <laughs> works. This very interesting police training video uh, that I don't know if you've seen before. I don't know if maybe this was part of your training or not, uh, but it... It seems to be highlighting uh, the dangers of suspects with knives. Oh, I've... Mm. Yeah, so I figured that may strike a chord with you, uh, but you, yeah. may have, you may have some interesting insight into the, how this video is produced. So let's take a look at it here real quick. Shut your engine off! What the fuck do you want? <laughs> what driver's like? What for? Nice, I'm only a black from home. Why don't you let me go? Look, I just want to see your driver's license. Oh, Christ. I got it in here somewhere. It's in the car. I'll get it. Most people have drawn inner boundaries they don't want crossed. And sometimes the blade is there to guard those boundaries. Here's my license. Why don't you come and get it? Fucking Swiss Army knife. Drop the knife. Fuck you. <laughs> I said. Drop the knife. Oh. Hey, I'm just oh, kidding. I'm well, that worked. That, that scenario See, played out great. you have a driver's great. license, you just roll through that stop sign back there. Is yours somewhere? No problem. Something with your photo, name on it, that'll be fine. Your photo. Don't go past the B post. Oh, And I would like to point out that it is a little fucked up that the Asian suspect was wielding some sort of samurai sword. Another machete? It's hard to say. Oh, maybe that is a machete. It does look a bit like Cambodian or something. Maybe that's what was going on. Come here. Get out of my house. What he's telling you is, don't invade my space or I'll attack you. All right, this is all about to pay off right now. 
Like, oh, <laughs> that was pretty great. Well, you know, a lot of your average, I mean, I'm sure as you know, your average criminal generally keeps a sword handy uh, yes. by the door. Yes, I've broken up many duels in Dublin, Georgia. I would imagine. It has to come up a lot more than people realize. Well, they can't afford guns, so... Yeah, I guess that, you know, and that is one of those things, too, where if we found ourselves like in some sort of scenario where we were no longer able to use firearms or electronics or anything, people would get pretty handy with swords. Dude, there's a there's a couple TV shows I've seen that, that kind of go with that premise, like post-apocalyptic. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the first one. It's been so long since I've seen it, but uh, Into the Badlands. Mm-hmm. No guns, post-apocalyptic, all sword play. Great kung fu TV show if you like that. Oh, yeah. Kind of like a western post-apocalyptic samurai vibe. Yeah, the uh, Zombie Survival Guide, which was a book by, oh, God, yes. by Max good, Brooks. Yes. It's a fantastic book, but he mentioned there's a whole chapter of that book called Blades Don't Need Reloading. Um, where he talks about how important swords would be in a zombie apocalypse, not just from the standpoint of being good at for killing zombies and durable, but also no noise. Exactly. You know, so yeah. you're not attracting more zombies. Yeah. Depends on what kind of zombies you got, you know, the Romero yeah. slow moving or the uh, 28 days later fast moving. Yeah, know. definitely in that situation, you want like an M60. You know, I'm, yeah, or just like one shot to your head and fucking. In there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you'd save one for yourself for sure. Absolutely, you couldn't couldn't not because that looks Fuck really. Fuck the children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go full circle from the Catholic. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, we were talking about the Catholic Church earlier, so that that's see exactly that's the thing you're going to notice. The more and more of the podcast you do, is it just the shit writes itself eventually? You that's know what fair. I mean? That's it all fair. just got you. You start doing it inadvertently, like tagging things, calling back to stuff. It just happens, you know. Well, and especially with the uh, level of humor I'm usually dealing with in here, it's not that hard to you know be Johnny on the spot with fart jokes. Um, These things just slip out, you know. Yeah, and see, and this happens again. See, I'm the, like, I'm terrible at transitions, but sometimes they write themselves. I was going to ask you if you heard about this guy in Kansas uh, who was engaged. The duel, yes. There you this, go. Yes, yes. Yep. I was thinking about that the other night. I mean, if his wife says no, does she have to give up all the property? If That's what I'm yes, saying. Does he have to actually fight her? Because you call a champion in, right? See, yeah. You know? Can she? Yeah. Can she bring in a ringer? Yeah. Like, so I was watching uh, Game of Thrones with a girl last night. She's never watched it, so uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you? I've seen a. Bi- I've seen bits of it. Like, I've, I've never been able to sit down and the binge Tyrion, the whole the, thing. The, the dwarf is. Uh, Charge of crimes has to mm-hmm. calls for battle by combat gets his own champion in there like that would be, be an interesting way to solve divorces. Right yeah, there. well, and I think it'd probably be the only way that a dwarf would be able to rise to such a station in a world filled with warriors and stuff. Unless he was able to call in, you know, someone to do yeah, that for you. That or God's listen, McGlock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So for people who are unfamiliar with the story, the uh, this man was divorcing his wife. They were in court. And uh, he said that, you know, his wife and his, her attorney had destroyed him legally. This is a quote. This is from Fox 32. Um, and he asked the judge to let him engage in a sword fight with his ex-wife and her attorney so that he can, quote, rend their souls from their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man born in the wrong century for sure. I'd like to drink with him. Uh, he, he said specifically that the judge did have the powers to let the parties, quote, resolve our disputes on the field of battle. Um, and he's argued that, you know, trial by combat has not ever been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in the United States. <laughs> and then he asked the judge <laughs> for uh, 12 weeks time so he could secure Japanese samurai swords. This is all very real. Um, and the, but, you know, you really... 
you got to applaud the guy for, you know, taking a stab at it. You demand satisfaction, right? <laughs> demand, demand satisfaction. And I'm sure there are, you know, many, many, many men in this country that would have been happy to engage in a sword fight with their ex-wife Good and God, their attorney. That would have helped my fucking divorce so much. My ex-wife was an attorney when we got a divorce. Oh. Yeah, you probably needed the sword fight yeah, she got the to dog, level the playing the house, field. house, the bank accounts. God damn, she didn't get your samurai swords, did she? Fuck no. <laughs> she got someone else's samurai sword, and that's why we divorced. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got beer in my nose. <laughs> Almost got beer in my nose. Uh, yeah, well, you know, this works out, too, because this is a classic staple uh, of this podcast, is this video. Oh, my God, I remember you showing me this one. <laughs> yeah, it's on the soundboard. <laughs> Give it a money. Come on, all that shit. Bitch, get that cash up. It's like somebody went through though and adjusted the pitch on the audio. I guess maybe I don't know if there was like a copyright issue with this video. I don't know if I ever told you, but I drunkenly ran from bitch in Ikea once. You know what? I'm from in an Ikea. Oh, wait. Wait, did you was was there an altercation of some? No, kind? I was or? hammered in Atlanta. Uh, ex of mine and a Were friend you of mine, just yeah. terrified by his existence. Well, I, would, I mean, I was just that hammered. Ah. I, I just we going drunk to IKEA is a great idea, but also not a great idea. Yeah. And so we hit. We go inside. And he's right next to the escalator, and it just startled me enough that I ran up the escalator. Just no. kind of kind of booked it, and everyone had to wait for everyone else to get up there, and they were. I'm a, little, sure, a little shame. I'm sure that made his day. <laughs> well, what's kind of fucked up is I saw him like six months later in yeah. the bar I was working at. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Did he remember you? I don't know. He couldn't yeah. really see over the counter, so I kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you don't have to worry about that, too. I, I'm not going to serve him. I mean, I, yeah. 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 Just check this. his ID. Yep. Yeah. Probably got door guys for that, yeah. man. Come a little, on. A little slippery slope there. Um, <laughs> it must be this tall to ride this ride. Yeah. Well, and you got to at least be able. To, those high top chairs, though, are kind of problematic. I would imagine uh, a little inconsiderate. You ever imagine climbing like a you know twelve foot ladder just to get a beer? Um, I couldn't, but I would if I was in that right. situation. <laughs> if I really need, if I really needed that beer, yeah. I certainly would. Get a picture yep. at least. I only have to do it once. Yeah, that's the other thing that's going to be exciting about your involvement in the podcast now, too, is that as, you know, someone whose profession involves, uh, you know, slinging that poison, you probably have some phenomenal stories related to insane people in bars, drunken behavior. Uh, Here's one that I imagine you've probably seen before that I've been guilty of is that... um, I don't remember what I was listening to. I was listening to some podcast and it was like a neuroscientist was on there and he was talking about the effect alcohol has on people's brains where eventually you consume so much alcohol that like you're perfectly coherent and like it seems like you're there, but you've actually stopped recording memories. Oh yeah, blacking out. Right. Like, but uh, like, you know, a lot of people too sometimes think about blacking out in the sense that like, oh, I, you know, I passed out. I didn't remember. I fell asleep. But a lot of times people are, you know, up and seem fully functional. That's me. That's also why I'm stopping drinking for a year is because I got the point where, I mean, every time I drank, I would not pass out. I'd be the last one to pass out. Oh yeah. House. But I would not remember seven or eight hours of the debaucherous bullshit we were doing. Yeah, and it gets dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, like real dangerous. 
Yeah, you start waking up with like bruises. And oh my god! Out of <laughs> things are out of place. So Mother's Day, yeah. 2019. Nice story time. Yep. I go to the bar with my ma. She likes to play pool. We're playing pool. All right. One of my friends, he's playing pool with us. Nice. I have about nine double Hendrix and Tonics mm. from a bartender I know. So wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's not yeah. a fucking double. It's a goddamn triple. Yeah, these are tumblers of yes, those. Yes, yes. So yeah. I've got a, about almost a full bottle of fucking Hendrix inside of me. We have time to go to Longhorns to go eat. By the time I'm blackout leaving the first bar. Yeah. I'm apparently harassed the bartender trying to hire at my bar. Yeah. My mom's got some great photos. Mm. She finishes. My friend finishes. They go home. I Uber to another bar. Meet one of my old regular regulars from the bar I work at there. We close that bar down, killing Rumplements the entire time. Uber oh, to another man. bar, Bahama Bob's. Oh, and end up drinking there till 4 a.m. I don't remember, but maybe two or three instances at Bahama Bob's where I was mm-hmm. taking more rumplement shots. Oh, yeah. But I woke up on my buddy's couch, and I've got bruises on my side. My jaw hurts, the back of my head. I was like, who the fuck did I fight last night? Yeah. Apparently, I passed out taking a piss. Oh, and man. And got in a fight with a toilet. Yeah. It was bad. Drunkest I've ever been in my life so embarrassed few things few things would make you take a personal inventory like losing a fight to a urinal you know (laughs) it is (laughs) in in that in that specific bar too yeah and that's a thing too that i they used to tell us in the military all the time was like like a clear sign that someone has a drinking problem is like constantly losing altercations with inanimate objects you know (laughs) air conditioners walls doors uh you know breezeways causeways stairs it was always a sure sign that it was time for someone Officers, else to... other inanimate objects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep a sword with me for that kind of thing. <laughs> Make sure. Calm I keep, down, Marine. No yeah, sabers needed. <laughs> I, keep the, I keep that Swiss Army knife. That's the, my favorite part of that video, though, too. Other than the guy with the sword waiting by the door for the dude yeah. serving the warrant is the guy who's like... 20 feet away from the cop. He's like, here's my license. And it's like a Swiss army knife, like a plastic one with the little blade pulled out. Just kills me. If anyone pulls a blade, you pull a gun. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I had a guy pull two switch plates on me in the middle of a fight and I could not draw a weapon and shoot him. Otherwise he would have stabbed me. Right. So I just beat the brakes off him. Yeah. Sometimes it comes down to that. Yeah. It was yeah. not, not, it was the last fight I ever got in. Yeah. That, uh, I think those that's a really weird video, too. And I haven't done any additional research. Uh, if anyone's interested in it, because mostly people are listening to this, not watch it. It's on the everything is terrible YouTube page. Um, it They look like American police officers uh, based on like their cars and the cars they're in. They all sounded very Canadian, which may be why it was so easy for those people to get the drop on them with swords and knives was just due to like overwhelming politeness. Even the cop that saw the guy with the. Switch with the Swiss Army knife, just pulled out his baton, and the guy was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry there now. You want a donut, eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't imagine. It just seems day in, day out, too. Dealing with drunk people, you know, as a profession. I have Fleeski, who used to do this podcast with me back when it was the Sports with a Capital F podcast, because this thing is evolved so many times it's almost not even fair to call this episode 200 it, may, it might be like episode five because i do something different all the time but the uh but he is was a bartender and he specifically tailored his life to working like day shifts in bars with a big like regulars population where there were a lot of like older people who came in during the day to drink and he really found his niche there because you know people who are drinking during the day are 
depressed as fuck. Well, that and they have a goal. <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what I mean? They're, oh, yeah. They're goal oriented. They're not in there to fuck around. They're getting hammered. Yeah. They're not in there to start shit. There's no one. There aren't any. There usually aren't any women of any sort in those places during that time of day to cause problems. Um, yeah, it's always the women that start the fights. Yeah, women are always starting oh bar my fights. God. And then those nasty bathrooms in the entire fucking world <laughs> oh is a ladies' restroom. I have found heroin needles. Ugh. I found panties and a vibrator at the club I worked at twice. Goddamn! In the women's bathroom. Oh, to the fact that there's two instances of that is yes. a sad state of affairs for women in bars. Oh God! Yeah, I don't. Ooh, oh, that was a good one. Oh, we burp out loud on this podcast oh, no, too, by the way. Well, I hope that new microphone picked up those gurgles very oh, nicely. God, it's disgusting. <laughs> um, I had a girl puke actually from Thursday night on top of my bar. Oh, this is, and it was was did great. it was there a chain reaction? No, no, but it was that's great I was, good. I was telling my girlfriend that was at the bar. I was telling her about that that happened at another bar I worked at. Where a girl, like, she wanted to get drunk. It's like, all right, I got you. This is my talent. Yeah. And I got to see the entire, like, rice and beans she ate that night just go all over the bar, clean it up. Well, we had just fed this girl, too, at the bar I was working at Thursday night. And she just, I saw it come. I was like, oh, fuck. And just everywhere. Bitch. Just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go to the kitchen, go my bar back. Leroy, get that shit. Oh, <laughs> I'm my not cleaning that. <laughs> That's the danger of uh, public puking. I In the same bar you work at years ago when it was a d- completely different setup in there, yeah. uh, I saw a girl throw up in the corner of the bar like, and there were two or three people standing over there. She just kind of like stumbled over there and like, I guess thought she was being discreet. And there were like, there was like a couple, there were two couples over there. Both of those women started throwing up uh, like, like, like just like vomiting on the ground. Like, I don't even know if I want to go down this road cause I'm getting sick to my stomach, but like just this horrible chain reaction. Uh, and the poor girl came out from behind the bar and she was over there like, <laughs> like while she was cleaning it up. Uh, it was a clear sign that the evening was over. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. See, I mean, when I was when I was 21, 22, 23, you know, we go drink, I puke, and I'd rally like two or three times a night. Yeah, like we yeah. were just going ham. Yeah, well, that's dedication. That's you got to be a special kind of person for that. Yeah, an alcoholic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah a real We're special a growing breed. Yeah, exactly. You have a real special kind of dependency. And I've been to that movie on multiple occasions. Like, oh, it's not over yet. I actually feel better now. It's like Lost. You know, you don't really want to watch it. But you got to see the end of it. <laughs> yeah, you've committed. You've committed. I'm in this boat. Mm-hmm. It's sinking, but we're here. Yeah, Let's what was that. there was another show. Oh, Sons of Anarchy was a show I felt like I got stuck with. It was like the first couple seasons. I was like, this is a pretty good show. And then after that, it was pretty much all complete shit all the way till the conclusion. And I, never I finished it. I did I season six and I was cop at the time and I was so stressed out at work. And mm-hmm. then that show stressed me out even more. I would take smoke breaks every 20 minutes. Yeah. They're smoking. I want to smoke. I'm like, fuck this shit. No, I'm yeah. not doing this. Yeah. And then eventually it wasn't really good enough to justify how much time it took to watch those episodes. That show really too just eventually became so formulaic where it was just like nothing ever got resolved without something else happening. Right. There is right. So there always had to be like a resolution that caused another problem and then once they get to that problem now you have to have the obligatory music video scene. There's always a music video scene in that show where it's like some terrible music and they're like riding on their motorcycle. My whole deal with Sons of Anarchy was I mean outside of the many many gripes I have with that show 
was it was like the IRA bombed that town. How was the place not like covered with National Guard soldiers? You know, seriously, like the, the shit they got involved in. Like you, what you, they like one time an FBI agent came and he was crazy, so nothing ever really came of it. And then they just gave up on prosecuting this motorcycle gang. They just gave up. They're like, ah, whatever, just let them have it. They were like running people over in the middle of the streets during the day. It's like Grand Theft Auto TV show. Yeah. And then I always felt too like if I was the sons of anarchy's uh, adversary. I would just like, you know, get some really strong cables and like put one out on the road. And then when they were coming down the highway to go do whatever they were going to do, just like pull it taut end of motorcycle gang. Yeah. Or, you know, get a sniper or a a couple snipers or a fucking Chevrolet Cavalier. They're on motorcycles. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got to take this motor, you don't need much. You just need something that's slight. Four wheels. Four yeah. fucking wheels. You just need four <laughs> wheels and a cage around it. You could take them out with a Dodge. You yeah. You, you could have killed them all with a dune buggy. And then end, <laughs> end, end of criminal enterprise. Done. Roll scenes. The Yakuza wins because they bought a van. <laughs> like, that's the like end of that Volkswagen, gang. Volkswagen, the big boxy Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah. You fucking Mr. Time, mystery machine. <laughs> taking them all out. One swoop. End of show. And then there was plenty of time where event where I was like, wow, I really hope this is how this ends because I can't take this anymore. Um, here's just a fun little video. I don't know. Oh, if my you've, God. Yes. Yeah, I've seen this. The Twitter videos always act funny. Let's see where it'll go. You're so stupid. <laughs> the perfectly timed rim shot for that kid and it's karmic too because he seems to be talking shit you know that's like the worst age for little boys oh yeah god like I, my son will be four in july <laughs> and like i'm dreading in like four years from now. unfazed too yeah like fucking unfazed <laughs> and then you can hear the cry frothing up in the background. Yeah, the crescendo to that kid crying <laughs> that foams up in the background is pretty great. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, so uh, we're at 22 minutes. We've done pretty good here today. I did want to just tell people that there, you know, there's going to be a feeling out period here. You know, yeah. there's going to be some foreplay involved. Uh, there's going to be some changes. We'll, you know, Adam will bring things. I'll bring things. We'll probably tell more stories. But for now, we're all just getting comfortable, you know? And so hopefully you're getting comfortable too. And uh, it, in order to ease this transition, I'm going to uh, play a call to the hotline. I would like to remind everyone that if you have any complaints or interesting stories or you just want to yell at me because I said something you disagree with, you can dial 847-665-9238. That's 847-665-9238. You leave me a message, and then I respond to it on the podcast. So I have been asking uh, Griff, uh, formerly of the Sports with Capital F podcast, also to uh, send me voicemails because he lives in northeast atlanta and commutes every day and i talk to him pretty regularly on the phone and i'm always it's an endless source of entertainment for me listening to him lose his shit in traffic it's really great and i think he held back a little bit here but i want to do this i feel like this is at least sort of a sneak peek into what he's going to bring to the table um griff uh grew up in alabama and has lived in atlanta for a few years now but as a uh 
he's, he's not super used to uh you know the level of traffic he has to deal with on a daily basis and it you know for people who are unfamiliar atlanta's a goddamn nightmare because it's this weird like giant mass of traffic and cheesecake factories in the middle of georgia and it's like apartment complexes cheesecake factories and terrible traffic jams and i'm not really sure what people see in that place all right here we go hello everybody um due to graham's constant begging for me to do this Persistence. I'm gracing you with my presence, and I think I'm going to start a thing called my driving tip of the day. If you suck at driving, don't go to a stop sign at a busy intersection. Go to a fucking red light. You know if you're uncomfortable crossing two lanes of traffic and turning left from a stop sign at a busy intersection. If you know that's you, if that makes you feel, you know, queasy inside, then go to the fucking red light so I don't have to sit behind you when I'm late for work losing my fucking mind. Just go to the red light. You're not going to save any time by going to the stop sign anyway. Just go to the fucking red light, people. No, I guess that's the end of it. All right. Well, thank you, Griff, for that. I'm sure there'll be more of those to come. I really, what I'm really waiting for is one of my, with some things I've experienced it on the phone when he really gets to like losing his shit and I have to pull over because I'm laughing so hard and he doesn't think it's as funny as I do, but I think the <laughs> listeners will. And if we can really, if we can capture a good one, you know, it may even be good for multiple listens if we get a real, a real good one. Um, do you have anything else? Do you want to like say anything about yourself? I mean, I guess we probably should have done more introductions, but I think people will learn as we go. I don't know. I mean, shit. I don't know. How do you talk about yourself? Oh. I mean, I can do that when I'm drunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The sobriety thing. Although, you know, that'll be fun, a fun exploration for you, I'll too. I'll tell you, that has been hard as shit the past couple of days. It sounds terrifying to me. It is. It has not been fun. Because I'm a guy who's like cut back on drinking a lot in the last year or so like really like made a concerted effort to drink less but it is definitely feels like i'm lying to myself and the uh the horror of having to just like face plant into life every single day uh <laughs> not i'm not trying to derail you Yo, <laughs> no, my no, thoughts on this good, kind of a thing good. no it's it's yeah it's i mean working in the bar is interesting you know i mean i love this industry this is my career mm-hmm. and you know it's not at work where i get tempted to drink i don't let my employees drink behind the bar before yeah. shift or after shift unless they work a day shift they get off course they can have a drink right then. it's the end of the day but, yeah. um if you're night shift you know you can't drink before during or after you know and so it's not at work where it gets hard it's when i get home and i'm like you know be four or five o'clock in the morning getting home sometimes three o'clock if it's a slow shift and like i gotta mm-hmm. wind down for a couple hours i want to drink right and at christmas time i bought six bottles of really good whiskey yeah i got a bottle of uh, like 16 for like 98 bucks Ooh. buddy on base bought it for me that's smoky kool-aid oh, right there baby god it's so, so fucking good, good. and so i've got like a so third good. of that left and i'm just i'm sitting there in my kitchen last night just looking at the cabinet with all the whiskey up there and like y'all quit playing quit playing <laughs> <laughs> seriously i'm like yeah. I'm, it's flirting with me it's, it's winking so at me good. you lift the skirt a little bit and i'm yeah. like hey ma 
But no, you are uh, gonna run. La la coito. Yeah, I will say too though. I did want to extend this uh, opportunity for you too, as we go on, because we're probably about to wrap up here. But in the future, if I play something on the soundboard and you're unfamiliar with its origins, let me know because I did put together kind of a comprehensive list of links for me okay. to all of the like all of the bumps and videos we've played over the years. Educate you know, me, sir. Because there's a lot. There's a lot of weird stuff on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's some. Yeah, the more I look at this, the more I'm like, this is going to require a lot of explanation. Yeah. I was going to say before <laughs> we started the uh, trick. <laughs> before we started the show, I was going to tell you about the uh, the mushroom story. Mm. You want to save it? We're almost at thirty minutes. Yeah, we'll save it for the next. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I. That's a good cliffhanger because I did. I really do want to hear this story. Um, and we'll, How I met the ex. In yeah, mushrooms. <laughs> beautiful. Actually, that no, because that'll be good because we've actually managed to fill this time pretty effectively. Um, and we'll we'll kick things off next week with Adam's story of how he met his ex. Um, and this is going to be fun too because you know I've. I've spent a lot of time on this podcast censoring myself and like avoiding telling some of the more wild stories of my life because me and Tony were like so much more just like joke, 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 joke. But so if this evolves into more of like a hang and storytelling, I'm definitely with it because I think it's going to be fucking great. I've got some wild ones. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, Interesting lifestyle. We don't need to fucking practice, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will warn you, almost all of the sound bites on my soundboard are from Sling Blade. That goes for cocksuckers <laughs> and retards. I'm just a damn good fan. Oh yeah, no, it's a classic. Yeah, well, I've talked. Yeah, I have no problem talking about Sling Blade. People who listen to this podcast are like, "He's going to talk about fucking Sling Blade again?" <laughs> yes, yes, I am, mm-hmm. and I probably will never stop. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I'm sure. sure at this point, yeah, people have had enough of that. <laughs> Every time I talk about Sling Blade, just how retarded are you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right. Well, I, I certainly appreciate you coming through. I appreciate you doing this. Oh, uh, dude, absolutely. I appreciate everyone listening. Adam is was top at my list when Tony said he was leaving, and I'm really glad that you were willing to do this. Oh man, I was excited when you asked me. I was I was, I was honored. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the one time I was on, and yeah. making this a habit is going to be great. Absolutely, and it is a it, you know. It, it is a weird thing and it is difficult to like explain to people. So I'm glad you like totally got it right out of the gate, you know, because it's weird when I ask people, I'm like, hey, do you want to come over to my house and like let me record a conversation we have and put it on the Internet? And they're like, I'm not what <laughs> we do that drunk in my house. We just forget to press record. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we do. We need to lead it because, yeah. you know, the chance of me running public office one day. Oh, and you're going to get that. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think that's a way over for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That dream died three episodes into this podcast. I keep shooting it myself. Yeah, yeah. this horse has a broken leg and I keep reloading the magazine. Yeah, you will get, though, uh, this weird thing in your head where you'll have like a really good conversation with somebody and you'll be like, fuck, should have been a podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. It starts invading your thoughts. But uh, again, everyone, that's Adam and uh, he's here. And I'm here every week here at the One Great Army Podcast. Don't forget to eight four seven six six five nine two three eight. Shop at shirtcaviar.com. I am assuming that Pod Caviar is going to continue even in my absence. There's advertisements in my bar for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we'll get into that too because I actually did want to discuss maybe like a promotion where every week we come up with some silly ass word and if people come to your bar and tell you what that word is. Maybe you give them a beer. Oh, yes. You I know? will buy you a sh- well shot or well beer if we do that. I'll yeah. work it out. There you go. Let's yeah. work it out. Yeah, so that we'll, we'll workshop it. But, yeah, so next week we'll have that involved, and uh, we'll start getting more of the locals involved and listen to the podcast. And uh, 
It's only, it's all uphill or downhill or something from here. It's going somewhere. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. One gray. One gray. Welcome to the One Grand Army podcast. Welcome. One, one, one gray. Welcome. One one gray. Welcome. One 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 gray. Welcome to the One Grand Army podcast.